Welcome to C3 Church The Bukit. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full, and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. Alrighty. I've got a few facts to start us off with the message today, oh, yeah. Lena. Sebelum memulai firman, ada beberapa fakta yang akan dijabarkan. So this week, if you're like wanting some good information that you can just share casually over dinner when yeah. you're entertaining guests, and these are some facts, you want to write them down, you can. Yeah. Kalau saudara butuh beberapa fakta nih yang boleh dibicarakan pas makan. Alright, did you know that your heart beats over a hundred thousand times per day? Oh yes. Tahukah saudara kalau detak jantung kita seratus ribu kali per hari? That's a lot of beating. I don't know if someone sat there like yeah. counting them all, but that's a. Yeah, siapa yang rajin hitung lah. Alright, how's this one? Scientists estimate that the nose can recognize a trillion different scents. Ya, kalau hidung saudara yang mancung dan yang pesek itu bisa mera- meng- membedakan miliaran bau. So just just have a little smell right now. Can you identify any particular scent? Ya, bau sense? bau parfum, bau rambut. I'm ya. not sure how they figure out a trill like Maksudnya bau wangi, gitu, a, bau dan wangi. Someone might have some nice perfume on. Don't mention anything if the person needs a shower, don't say anything. Anyway. The human brain contains over 85 billion nerve cells. Yeah. Otak saudara saya berisi berapa? 85 billion. 85 miliar sel otak. That's a lot of cells just yeah. inside your brain. Yeah, di, di dalam ini. This one's a good one. Keep this in mind if you want to share some factual information this week. The average person has 67 different species of bacteria yes. in their belly button. Oh yeah. Hmm. Saudara dan saya punya 67 jenis bakteri di perut kita ini. Okay, so 67 different types. Just a good friendly reminder. Good, yeah, good. Don't forget to clean your belly yeah. button. Yep. <laughs> All right. Belly button. Oh, ini nih. Pusar, sorry. Your mouth produces about one liter of saliva each day. One liter. <laughs> Jadi, uh, mulut kita menghasilkan satu liter air ludah setiap hari. Jangan sampai netes ya saudara. So I think like, I'm not sure. How much is in one of these bottles? Uh, 600. 600. Million. So Hampir almost kali. two of those. Hmm. All right, and the last one, and I've never thought about this before. Eyebrows keep sweat from dripping into your eyes. In, including the fake one? <laughs> I, no, eyebrows, not eyelashes, but eyebrows, yes. No, eyebrows, eyebrows. Oh, yeah. Jadi yes, bulu, including the fake, or oh, maybe oh, not the fake eyebrows, because that would be... Eyebrow, eyebrow. Alis mata like mencegah supaya keringat kita masuk ke mata. So, had anyone thought about that before? Anyone? Apakah saudara pernah berpikir yeah, seperti itu? I just, yeah. <laughs> so, if you're at the gym, just notice yeah. this week, the, the eyebrows stop the sweat from going into your... So the human body is remarkable. You'd agree, right? Yeah, jadi bagian tubuh manusia itu semuanya berfungsi dengan luar biasa. And they work so intricately together. All the different parts of the body work intricately together. Yeah, semua bagian tubuh yang berbeda bekerja sama dengan hebat. And when all of the body parts work together, amazing things happen. Yeah, ketika semua organ tubuh bekerja sama, hal-hal yang luar biasa terjadi. All right, Fraser, if you'd like to come forward, I've got a little yeah. illustration here this morning. Kita minta tolong Fraser Brown dulu. Okay, let's welcome Fraser. Pakai baju Brown. <laughs> All right, Fraser, I've got a mission for you. This is your mission. 
See this chair here? Kita buat ilustrasi. Della really needs another chair next door to her. So can you please take this chair and put it next to Della for me? Is that okay? Iya, jadi Fraser akan... So just watching. Wow. Kita lihat dia dulu. Intan's not here to admire Fraser's strength. No flexing. I'm surprised you didn't like put it up above your head, Fraser. You could have just really shown. Okay, so could we say Fraser has completed the mission? Kita bisa bilang Fraser, misinya complete, selesai. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Bring the chair back, Fraser. Silakan bawa kembali, Fraser. Let's It's make this a, a little bit harder. Okay, Fraser, your new mission is to move this chair next to Della, but you cannot use your right arm. Okay, Jadi dia memindahkan dengan satu tangan. Right. Oh, oh, he's pretty clever, isn't he? Look, and he's doing some flexing as well. Very strong. Okay, is mission complete? Apakah misinya complete? Mission, okay, come back, Fraser. All right. New challenge. We're just getting your steps up. Make sure. Okay, so we're going to move this chair to be beside Della, but you cannot use your right arm and you cannot use your eyes. Yeah, jadi okay. dia harus memindahkan. So people that are sitting in the pakai tangan chairs, kiri tanpa melihat. It might be worth putting it above your head Della. this time. So no eyes. Can you do it? Okay. People can people can help if they want to. Uh, yeah, good. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yep, good, good recovery. Whoa. Ah, here we go. Go back, Fraser. That's it. Keep going. Keep going a little bit more. A little bit more. Bit more. Okay, to your left. To your left. All right, put it down. There it is. Okay, well done, Fraser. Yeah. Wow. Terselesaikan. Okay, stay where you are there, Fraser. New mission. Bring that chair next to Della. Back to the front here. Cannot use your right arm. Cannot use your eyes. And you cannot use your legs. Okay, good. So you can crawl. You can, you know, use your, use your body as you need to. Okay, just wait, wait, wait a minute. Just wait a minute. Dia lagi berpikir. Okay, just just needs a minute to. Has anyone got a bright idea about how we can do? Yeah, you can. That's that's fine. You can you can shimmy along as well, but you're not allowed to see. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, look at this! Look at him go! Yes, good job, Fraser. Wait, wait. Here we go. All right, so. Fraser is in the process of completing the mission. Do you think this is easy or hard for Fraser? Saudara, coba pikirkan ini mudah atau susah? Easy. Tanpa menggunakan kaki, mata dan lengan kanan. It looks it looks easy. Easy kalau kita nabrak. Okay, it's almost there. Keep going, Fraser. You're almost there, mate. Technically, you are using your right arm, but that's okay. We'll we'll count it as count this for the effort. All right, awesome. All right, give it up for Fraze. Okay, last mission, Fraze. Last mission. Okay. You, this mission is to move this chair to be beside Della. Okay, no right arm, no eyes, no legs, no breathing. Can you do it? Okay, that's all right then, no worries. Good, good work with the effort though. Thanks, Fraze. Terima kasih Fraser, berikan tepuk tangan buat Fraser sudah berpikir dan bekerja keras.
But Fraser doesn't need to go to the gym today. He's already had his workout. Okay, so how many things did we take off of Fraser? We took off his right arm, his eyes, Berapa his legs. So only three parts of his body and automatically that mission became very difficult. Yeah. Tiga bagian tubuh dari mata, tangan kanan dan kakinya sudah membuat mission itu sangat susah. Misi yeah. itu sangat susah. If we took off his breathing as well. I don't know if you could hear Fraser breathing, but he was heavy breathing. He is getting a lot of oxygen needed into his lungs. And so if we took away breathing, it would almost become impossible for Fraser to be able to complete that mission, right? Yeah. Kalau kita suruh dia berhenti bernafas, tidak mungkin dia bisa melakukan misi itu. And so we can see just from this simple illustration the power that the body has that when all of the parts are working we can achieve the mission. Ya, dengan ilustrasi ini kita bisa melihat kalau bagian tubuh perlu bekerja sama untuk mencapai misi tertentu. But as more and more parts of the body maybe are not in use then the mission becomes increasingly difficult. Ya, makin banyak organ tubuh yang tidak dipakai maka misi itu makin menjadi susah. All right. So today we're looking in the passage of scripture that Pastor Jace mentioned last week, which is 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Yeah. Annabelle's agreeing with that. Thanks. Yeah. Minggu lalu Pastor Jace sempat menyinggung 1 Korintus 12 untuk kita untuk kita lanjutkan di minggu ini. And today we're talking about unity and diversity in the body of Christ. Hari ini kita berbicara tentang kesatuan dan perbedaan di dalam tubuh Kristus. And now I know one of the kind of catch cries of Indonesia is unity in diversity. So I'm not sure did they get it from this scripture? Iya kan di Indonesia ya bersatu dalam perbedaan. But this is not Indonesia's idea. This is God's idea. Yeah, ini idenya Tuhan. <laughs> All right. So, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and we're going to read verses 12 to 27. Um, and so Lina is going to read the Bahasa Indonesia and so if you want to read the English along the way there should be some slides on the screen that you okay. can read along with. 1 Corinthians 12 ayat 12 sampai 14. Karena sama seperti tubuh itu satu dan anggota-anggotanya banyak dan segala anggota itu sekalipun banyak merupakan satu tubuh demikian pula Kristus. Sebab dalam satu roh kita semua baik orang Yahudi maupun orang Yunani, baik budak maupun orang merdeka telah dibaptis menjadi satu tubuh dan kita semua diberi minum dari satu roh. Karena tubuh juga tidak terdiri dari satu anggota tetapi atas banyak anggota. Andai kata kaki berkata karena aku bukan tangan aku tidak termasuk tubuh. Jadi benarkah ia tidak termasuk tubuh? Dan andai kata telinga berkata karena aku bukan mata aku tidak termasuk tubuh. Jadi benarkah ia tidak termasuk tubuh? Andai kata tubuh seluruhnya adalah mata, di manakah pendengaran? Andai kata seluruhnya adalah telinga, di manakah penciuman? Tetapi Allah telah memberikan kepada anggota masing-masing secara khusus suatu tempat pada tubuh seperti yang dikendakinya. Andai kata semuanya adalah satu anggota, di manakah tubuh? Memang ada banyak anggota tetapi hanya satu tubuh. Jadi mata tidak dapat berkata kepada tangan, aku tidak membutuhkan engkau. Dan kepala tidak dapat berkata kepada kaki, aku tidak membutuhkan engkau. Malahan justru anggota-anggota tubuh yang nampaknya paling lemah, yang paling dibutuhkan. Dan kepada anggota-anggota tubuh yang menurut pemandangan kita kurang terhormat, kita berikan penghormatan khusus. Dan terhadap anggota-anggota kita yang tidak elok, kita berikan perhatian khusus. Hal itu tidak dibutuhkan oleh anggota-anggota kita yang elok. Allah telah menyusun tubuh kita begitu rupa sehingga kepada anggota-anggota yang tidak mulia diberikan penghormatan khusus. Supaya jangan terjadi perpecahan dalam tubuh. Tetapi supaya anggota-anggota yang berbeda itu saling memperhatikan. 
Karena itu, jika satu anggota menderita, semua anggota turut menderita. Jika satu anggota dihormati, semua anggota turut bersuka cita. Kamu semua adalah tubuh Kristus dan kamu masing-masing adalah anggotanya. Alright, you are the body of Christ. Kamu semua adalah tubuh Kristus. So this illustration that the Apostle Paul gives is a really powerful one, right? Ini adalah ilustrasi yang diberikan Rasul Paulus about the church being like the body. Gereja adalah tubuh Kristus. And this gives us deep insight about how the church is to function and to operate. Ya, ini memberikan kita gambaran bagaimana seharusnya gereja beroperasi. And so together we're known as the church. Kita semua ini adalah gereja. Together we make up the body of Christ. Kita semua adalah tubuh Kristus. And we each have a role to play. Setiap kita punya peran yang penting. Each of you has unique gifts and talents. Setiap saudara punya uh, talenta dan talenta yang unik. That have been given to you by God. Yang Tuhan berikan untuk kita. And we have this amazing opportunities that as believers we can join together and unify under the name of Jesus Christ for the common good. Dan ini adalah hal yang baik yang Tuhan lakukan untuk kita bersatu dengan talenta yang berbeda. And we've been given this mission from God. Dan misi ini adalah dari Tuhan. And so when we think about the mission, okay, well if we go back to that, what is the mission that God's given us as followers of Jesus? Ketika kita berkata misi, sebenarnya apa sih misi Tuhan buat saya dan saudara? Well, it's the same mission that Jesus gave the disciples. Sama dengan misi yang Tuhan Yesus berikan pada murid-muridnya. Does anyone know what that mission is? Ayo tebak siapa bisa. You can call it out if you want to. Ayo. Go. Make disciples. Yeah. Go into all the nations. Pergi kepada seluruh bangsa, jadikanlah semua bangsa dan muridku. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, yeah. and the Holy Spirit. Baptislah mereka dalam nama Bapa, Putra, dan Roh Kudus. And so God has given us that same mission, the Great Commission. Ya, sama. Tuhan memberikan misi itu sampai hari ini buat kita, bukan hanya pada saat murid-muridnya saja. Now, if you think about this mission, it's a big mission. Ini adalah misi yang besar. Go into all the world. Pergilah ke seluruh dunia. Go to all nations. Seluruh bangsa. This is a mission that cannot be accomplished just by one person. Iya, misi ini tidak bisa dilakukan hanya oleh satu orang. And that's why we need our church community. Itu sebabnya kita butuh komunitas gereja. We have been created to be able to join together to reach the people that are in our world. Kita diciptakan untuk bisa menjangkau orang yang belum kenal Tuhan di dalam dunia kita. I want you to close your eyes just for a moment. Mari kita menutup mata sejenak. And I want you to picture the impact of a unified church. So think about our church. What does it look like if we're unified going after the mission that Jesus has given us? Coba saudara bayangkan, apa jadinya kalau gereja kita bersatu dan apa yang Tuhan taruh di hatimu untuk menjangkau orang? With each person committed to, to following Jesus and to surrender their lives to him to fulfill that mission that he has for us. Di mana setiap orang berkomitmen untuk melakukan apa yang menjadi misinya Tuhan. Imagine the impact of the churches across Indonesia. Bayangkan impact pengaruh gereja seluruh Indonesia. That if we could unify together under the name of Jesus, kalau, each committed to reaching out to others. Kalau seluruh gereja bisa bersatu untuk menjangkau dalam nama Yesus. 
Imagine the impact of a unified church on the world. Bayangkan pengaruh gereja yang bersatu di seluruh dunia. This is how we will fulfill the mission that Jesus has given us. Inilah bagaimana kita harus menyelesaikan misi yang Tuhan berikan bagi kita. A unified body of Christ. Kesatuan tubuh Kristus. Going into all the world and preaching the gospel to all creation. Pergi ke seluruh dunia dan menyampaikan kabar baik. Alright, you can open your eyes. Mari kita buka mata. So the key here is unity. Kuncinya di sini adalah kesatuan. And so even though we all have differences. Walaupun kita semua berbeda, we can still be unified in the midst of our diversity. Kita bisa bersatu dalam perbedaan. And so we uh, fulfilling the mission requires us to be in unity. Untuk kita mencapai misi itu kita harus bersatu. So we saw in the opening illustration Fraser that as his whole body was in unity doing the things that he needed to do that mission was easy to accomplish. Sama seperti yang sudah dilakukan Fraser ketika seluruh anggota tubuhnya bekerja sama sangat mudah bagi dia untuk menyelesaikan misi. But even just losing one part of the body not having access to one part of the body it made the mission so much harder. Walaupun hanya kehilangannya satu anggota, dia masih bisa menyelesaikan misi tersebut. Dan itulah kuasa kesatuan kalau setiap kita mengambil bagian. And when we think about the body, there's things that we can see on the outside, functioning and happening. Kalau kita katakan tubuh, apa yang kelihatan oleh secara kasat mata? But there are also structures and things happening on the inside that are unseen. Juga ada hal-hal yang tidak kelihatan di dalam tubuh. Now, if I was to take a drink from this water bottle, jika saya minum sekarang, what parts of the body can you see operating in this moment? Bagian tubuh apa yang sedang beroperasi sekarang? What things are operating that we can't see? Apa yang tidak kelihatan tapi beroperasi di dalam? Our brain, proprioceptors, yeah. muscles. <laughs> What is ginjal? Ginjal is kidney. Kidney? Soon, soon. Yes, soon. As <laughs> that water goes in, yes, that will I'll take that in. Yeah. The heart, the heart's Jantung. working. The lungs. I don't have breath in my lungs. I don't have the capacity to drink. Yeah, semua organ dalam tubuh. Yeah, so all the throat, all the way down to the stomach. There's so many things happening on the inside that are unseen. Yeah, banyak hal yang beroperasi anggota tubuh di dalam tapi tidak kelihatan. And so often when it comes to church, we can think about the things that are seen. Kadang kita ke gereja kita hanya melihat apa yang terlihat. The gifts that are noticeable on the outside. Karunia yang kelihatan. Kasat mata. But the, the the beauty of the church is that there are so many gifts and talents that maybe are unseen that all help and contribute to us fulfilling the mission. Tapi sebenarnya di dalam gereja banyak karunia yang Tuhan berikan tapi tidak kelihatan. In 1 Corinthians 12 verse 21, it says, "The eye cannot say to the hand, 'I don't need you,' and the head cannot say to the feet, 'I don't need you.'" On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker or indispensable and the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. 1 Korintus 12 ayat 21 sampai 23. Jadi mata tidak dapat berkata kepada tangan, 
Aku tidak membutuhkan engkau dan kepala tidak dapat berkata kepada kaki, aku tidak membutuhkan engkau. Malahan justru anggota-anggota tubuh yang nampaknya paling lemah yang paling dibutuhkan. Dan kepada anggota-anggota tubuh yang menurut pemandangan kita kurang terhormat, kita memberikan penghormatan khusus. And so we see here that each part of the value has deep worth and value whether it's seen or unseen. Ya, jadi setiap anggota tubuh yaitu saudara saya membaik yang kelihatan mau tidak kelihatan semuanya berharga. And maybe you're in this room and you're like, well, I don't have a gift to be able to sing on stage. Mungkin saudara berkata, aku nggak punya karunia untuk bernyanyi di atas panggung. I'm really bad at rhythm. I clap, clap on the wrong beat every single time. Saya mungkin fales atau salah ngebeat. Well, maybe your role in the church is not meant to be at the front or seen. Maybe it's something that can happen behind the scenes. Iya, mungkin peran saudara sebenarnya bukan di atas panggung, tapi behind the scene di belakang layar. Maybe it's design. Mungkin saudara saudara adalah seorang desainer. Or organizing the food. Atau saudara seseorang yang pintar mengorganize sesuatu. Every week someone organizes food for us yeah. to eat after the service and we never see, we don't even know who it is. Yeah. Siapakah yang person? mempersiapkan makanan tiap minggu, enggak ada yang tahu kan? Who is that? I don't know. Is it you? Anyway, we have food every week because someone takes the opportunity to be able to serve the church in yeah. that way. Karena ada orang yang selalu bekerja yang kita tidak lihat. The beautiful Lynn organizes all of our budgets. Maybe you didn't even know that. Ya, orang yang mengerjakan budget. And Lynn has this amazing gift in that area and she uses that behind the scenes. It's unseen, but without Lynn we wouldn't be able to function as a church. Ya, sama dengan Oma Lynn ketika dia mengatur budget di gereja, kita mungkin enggak ngelihat dia ngerjain itu, tapi semuanya berfungsi ketika dia mengaturnya. And so each part of the body has value and importance. Ingat saudara, saudara dan saya punya value yang sangat berharga untuk gereja ini. Now let's have a think. If I was to drink this bottle of water, my right hand is holding this bottle of water. Ketika saya minum, tangan saya memegang botol. What if the left hand said, "No. Right hand, I want to carry that water." Mungkin tangan kiri bilang, "Tangan kanan, biar aku yang pegang botol itu." Be like, "No, give me that water. No, I want that water." No, no, no. Ya, mungkin saling rebutan. Paul talks about this that it's important that there's not division in the body. Iya, Rasul Paulus berkata jangan ada perpecahan di dalam tubuh. Because when there's division, when someone wants to go this way, one thing wants to do that, it means that nothing gets accomplished. Iya, ketika perpecahan terjadi tidak ada yang bisa dicapai. And so here unity it comes back to that unity being the key to functioning at its best. Jadi kembali kesatuan supaya kita bisa berfungsi. Alright, so actually Paul talks about in this passage of scripture some things that come against unity. Ada Rasul Paulus menyebutkan hal-hal yang menyebabkan perpecahan. And one of the major things that can come against unity is comparison. Yang pertama adalah membuat kita tidak bersatu adalah perbandingan. In verse 15 to 17. Now if the foot should say because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. It would not be for that reason. It would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if an ear should say because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body. It would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? And if the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of hearing be? Sama di Korintus 12 ayat 15 sampai 17, andai kata kaki berkata, karena aku bukan tangan, aku tidak termasuk tubuh. Jadi benarkah ide tidak termasuk tubuh? Dan andai kata telinga berkata, karena aku bukan mata, aku tidak termasuk tubuh. Jadi benarkah ia tidak termasuk tubuh? Andai kata tubuh seluruhnya adalah mata, di manakah pendengaran? Andai kata seluruhnya adalah telinga, di manakah penciuman? 
Annabelle was saying, please pay attention to this passage of scripture. It's really important. So now comparison is not necessarily a bad thing by itself. Yes, sebenarnya perbandingan ada baiknya dan buruknya. It helps us to see the differences that we have. Itu membantu kita melihat berbagai perbedaan. And we can celebrate our differences. Dan kita harusnya merayakan perbedaan. Wow, you're an amazing elbow. Wow, engkau sangat apa elbow? Uh, siku yang hebat. That knee is incredible. Iya, lututnya sangat kuat. That red and no, sorry, black and white cones in the eyeball. That's incredible how that works. <laughs> you know the cones anyway. That's yeah, in human biology. <laughs> My brain is not remember that, but very good. You know how the red and the cones, the black and white. Anyway, it's how. All right, moving on. We're not here for a human biology lesson, and so we can compare and see that there's differences. Yeah, kita bisa membandingkan satu lain. Kita cenderung membandingkan. But Paul warns us about these unhealthy outcomes that can come when we have comparison. Kalau kita terlalu sering membandingkan, banyak hal-hal yang tidak baik akan muncul. Firstly, comparison can bring about insecurity. Yang pertama, karena perbandingan itu membuat merasa kita insecure, tidak nyaman. Now I don't know if you've had this before, but you're having like a really good day. You're like, man, life's good right now. Ya mungkin saudara saat ini ah, memiliki hari yang baik. Oh, last good rasa. Oke, okay. kami kami memiliki hari yang luar biasa. You get onto your phone and you just go, oh, I'm going to check out Instagram. Aku mau cek Instagram. And then you like flowing through and you're like, oh wow, that person's going traveling. They've gone to see a special beach. Ya, oh orang itu kayaknya lagi jalan-jalan ke pantai. Oh, that person's spending time with their family. Oh, orang itu kayaknya lagi sama keluarganya. Oh, that's really nice. Enak banget. Oh, that influencer's going on a private jet. Wish influencer itu lagi naik private jet. Oh, and they've got a private boat as well. Wow. Okay, that's amazing lifestyle. Oh, dia punya boat juga. Wah, gaya hidupnya hebat. And then slowly, slowly, that really good day that you were having turns into my life is so bad. Iya, karena saudara terlalu banyak lihat orang sana sini. I have no friends. Kok hidupku kayak jelek, nggak punya teman. Why can't I have a close family like they do? Kenapa aku nggak bisa punya keluarga kayak itu? I really need a holiday even though I just had one last month. Iya, aku pengen liburan naik jet. The comparison comes and it tries to bring us down. Iya, perbandingan yang seperti itu membuat kita semakin down. And it makes us sort of think that we're less valuable. Dan kita merasa kita tidak berharga. We're like, oh, we're not good enough. I'm not like that person. I don't have that in my life. Aku merasa tidak baik karena aku tidak seperti orang itu. And then we can feel like I'm not worthy enough. Karena kita merasa tidak berharga. It's like I'm I'm not a hand so surely I can't belong to the body. Iya, aku bukan tangan jadi aku bukan tubuh. And so insecurities can come when we we walk in comparison. Rasa insecure atau tidak nyaman itu karena kita terlalu sering membandingkan. The other thing that can happen when we're in this comparison zone is that we can become critical. Iya, sebenarnya karena comparison ini yang kedua kita bisa menjadi orang yang tukang kritik. And so when we compare ourselves to someone else, we might sort of push them down and pull ourselves up. Like, oh, I'm really fancy. Look at my family compared to their family. Iya, jadi kadang karena kita udah membandingkan, kita mengkritik dan membuat orang lain jatuh dan lihatlah keluargaku lebih keren daripada keluargamu, seperti itu. Look at my motorbike compared to their motorbike. Iya, motorku lebih keren daripada motornya dia. Oh, I can't believe that person's hanging out with that person. Ya, dia itu Ngapain dia keluar sama dia? And so criticism can come when we're in that comparison space. Kritik itu datang karena kita terlalu membandingkan hal-hal yang sebenarnya tidak perlu dilakukan. And for a moment it feels good to say, oh that person is so this, this and this. Mungkin kita merasa baik 
pada saat itu aja. But ultimately it leaves us feeling empty. Tapi sebenarnya ada kekosongan. And so we need to combat these two things, insecurity and criticism. Ya, j- jadi hal ini yang harus kita hindari Saudara karena kita membandingkan so, rasa insecure dan tukang kritik. So that we don't fall into this trap of comparison. Jangan jatuh ke dua hal ini karena kita terlalu sering membandingkan. And do you know what the source is of both insecurity and criticism? Sumber dari insecure dan kritik adalah it's a lack of knowing our identity in Christ. Karena kita tidak mengerti identitas kita di dalam Kristus. You are precious. Ingat saudara, saudara berharga. You are special. Special. You are a son of God, a daughter of God. Saudara adalah putra-putrinya Bapa. You have unique gifts that have been given to you by him. Saudara punya karunia yang unik. He loves you. Bapa Tuhan Yesus mengasihi saudara. He cares for you. Dia peduli dengan saudara dan And saya. And you don't have to perform for that love he loves you just as you are. Kita enggak harus berusaha keras supaya mendapatkan kasih Tuhan. As we understand our identity in Christ, then that insecurity that we have begins to fade away. Saat kita tahu identitas kita di dalam Tuhan, kita tidak perlu dengan uh, rasa insecure itu sudah tidak ada. Because everyone at the end of the day just wants to be loved. Ya, karena pada akhirnya semua orang ingin dikasihi. Just wants to be valued. Semua orang ingin dihargai. And the way that we find true love and true value is by coming to Jesus. Karena kebenaran eh, kasih yang sejati dan value yang sejati itu datangnya dari Tuhan. So as we begin to understand our identity in Christ, we're less likely to walk in those places of insecurity. Ya, ketika kita tidak tahu identitas kita dalam Kristus, kita menjadi orang insecure. And that person that's sitting next to you, they are special. Ya, sebelah kanan kiri saudara special. They are precious to God. Mereka berharga bagi Tuhan. They have wonderful gifts and talents. Iya. Saudara kanan kirimu itu punya karunia yang luar biasa. And as we see ourselves with that sense of identity in Christ, we can look to others and see that same sense of identity who they are in Christ. Iya, saat kita melihat identitas kita dalam Kristus kita oh saya berharga saudara saya juga berharga kita melihat dengan cara yang sama and so instead of going to that critical place we're in a place of let's build each other up let's lift one another up let's encourage one another mari kita melihat untuk bagaimana aku bisa menolong dia bagaimana aku bisa memotivasi dia because we recognize actually that person is part of the same body karena kita tahu saudara saya ini adalah bagian dari tubuh Kristus. As we if we spend time criticizing each other, actually what we're really doing is criticizing ourselves because we're all part of the same body. Karena ketika saya mengkritik saudara saya, sebenarnya saya juga mengkritik diri saya sendiri. And we don't want that. As a church, we want to build a culture that is building each other up, lifting one another up. Tapi mari kita budayakan, ayo kita saling memotivasi, saling membangun. And so if you're finding yourself in a critical space, I can go to this place, Lena. I can go to this space. If I find myself in a critical place, the first thing I ask is, do you know your identity in Christ? Ya, ketika saya mulai mengkritik orang di pikiran saya sendiri, saya saya bertanya, apakah saya tahu identitas saya dalam Kristus? And I'll purposely take time to spend with Jesus to find that secure place in him. Dan yang saya lakukan adalah saya datang pada Tuhan mencari tempat saya tahu saya nyaman di dalam Tuhan. And if you're around people that are quite critical, maybe you just need to speak into them who they are in Christ. 
Maybe that's the thing that you could do to support them. It's like, actually, you are this person. You are able. You can do these things. Maybe that's what they're desperately seeking and needing. Yeah, jadi kalau misalnya nih, saudara lagi sama teman-teman, teman-temannya suka kritik, saudara bilang, saudara, kamu bisa melakukan ini, kamu bisa ini, kita harus saling membangun. And so we want to be as a church celebrating one another, celebrating the different parts of the body. Kita sebagai tubuh Kristus kita saling merayakan, ibaratnya saling membangun dan bersukacita karena setiap kita punya perbedaan. I want us to at the end of a service celebrate what God has done in our midst, not be thinking, oh this went wrong and this was not good. Let's celebrate. Actually God was here. We got to hang out. We were free to do so. We're not fearing persecution. That we got to enjoy community together. We got to stand side by side and pray that we're not alone. That God is with us. We get to celebrate that actually we have the freedom to be here and to invite our friends and our family. That we have the freedom to lift our hands. We have the freedom to express our honor and glory to God. Amen. We have our freedom to be able to pray and seek Him and worship Him. Don't go to that place of criticism. Let's focus on what God is doing. And as we do that, we're going to see all of those little things fade away because they're not going to be important because we're just keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus. Yeah. Mari kita melakukan apa yang terbaik bagi Tuhan dan melihat apa yang Tuhan kehendaki. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 26 says, If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. 1 Korintus 12 ayat 26 berkata, karena itu jika satu anggota menderita, semua anggota turut menderita. Jika satu anggota dihormati, semua anggota turut bersukacita. And so we want to celebrate what God is doing. Mari kita mau merayakan apa yang sudah Tuhan lakukan atas hidup kita. That yes, if someone's struggling and going through a hard time, that we come around and support one another. Jika ada saudara yang sedang menderita atau bergumul, kita datang untuk mensupport. If someone's accomplishing something really special, like they graduate from university or they get a new job or different things, let's celebrate one another. Let's honor one another. Ya, kalau ada teman yang lulus, ada teman yang berhasil, ada teman yang diterima bekerja, mari kita sama-sama merayakan. And so let's build that culture in our church of celebrating, rejoicing what God's doing. Ya, kita sama-sama merayakan dalam suka maupun duka. And so if someone starts criticizing, you say no. Rejoice, rejoice in the Lord. Celebrate what God is doing. Yeah, ketika hamil saya saudara ada yang mengkritik, jangan ingat bersukacita di dalam Tuhan. Emmanuel, if I start criticizing, you say no, Rach. Rejoice, celebrate what God's doing. Yeah, mari kita rejoice in bersukacita dengan apa yang sudah Tuhan lakukan. We need to help each other with this. Yeah, kita merangkul satu yang dengan yang lain. So now you are the body of Christ, verse 27, and each one of you is part of it. Kamu semua adalah tubuh Kristus dan kamu masing-masing adalah anggotanya. So you are the body of Christ. Saudara adalah tubuh Kristus. You are part of the body, a key part of the body. Saudara adalah bagian dari tubuh Kristus. Each one of you has a part to play. Setiap saudara punya peranan. Whether it's seen or unseen. Baik terlihat maupun tidak terlihat. That we can stand strong and secure in our identity in Christ. Di mana kita bisa berdiri teguh dengan identitas di dalam Kristus. We can celebrate our differences. Kita merayakan perbedaan kita. And to support one another as we work together in unity to fulfill the mission that God has for us. Dan support satu dengan yang lain dengan dan bersatu di dalam perbedaan. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We hope you are inspired with this message. For more information about our church and our program. 
please visit c3thebookit.com.